I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Valerie Denton. She is a trail runner. She is a soul sister, part of the soul sisters. She's a lawyer. She's a mother. She does a little bit of everything. (laughs) So thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So my first question is, how did you get into running? Ooh, how did I get into running? Um, I... Well, I started in in high school. I ran track in high school and I, you know, I ran like the 400, the 800, some of the relays and, you know, just kind of evolved from there. I mean, I'm sure I was, you know, kind of running, you know, little road races, you know, here and there when I was in high school. And um, then when I went to um, college and then later into law school, I, you know, I started running like half marathons and um, you know, still kind of continued, you know, those types of races, but I wasn't like specifically training for anything really. It just was running for me. And I learned, um, pretty early on that running was a way for me to, you know, as was a stress reliever, was a way for me to kind of deal with, um, school and the pressures of school and, 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 and work and that kind of thing. So that's sort of continued, to today, um, whenever I have to, you know, have something hard I have to do or really think about something, I usually kind of go for a run or do something like that. And then, you know, I went to, um, of course, I went to law school and took the bar exam and met my husband and got married and then had my daughter all kind of in like a 10 year kind of span. So things were pretty busy. And again, I just was, you know, running, um, for myself really, and not training for anything really specifically, but, you know, running was always kind of there. And, you know, like I remember when, when I was, I was completing my, you know, my list for my, my baby shower, you know, for my parents and stuff, you know, is like, yeah, you know, I know I need a crib and diapers and all that, but I want a Bob stroller. Like somebody get me a running stroller as a gift because <laughs> I knew that, you know, I was going to be back getting in, you know, to running. I mean, it's just always been there. So, um, but after kind of all of that, then I, you know, I reconnected with a friend who, you know, asked me to join her Ragnar team. And, you know, I don't know, I, that was probably like, you know, 2014 or 15, probably. And, you know, back then, I don't, I don't think Ragnar was maybe as popular or as well known as it is now. And, you know, kind of was like, what the heck is Ragnar? <laughs> you know, and, you know, she explained it to me that it was, you know, it was going to be a team of women, and we were going to go run, you know, the trails in sort of a relay fashion, like 24 hours, and it just sounded super fun. And there was camping involved and, and trails and, so that's really kind of what started um, me really getting back into running and um, or taking it more seriously. And, you know, we had like a like a training plan and we trained hard all summer for that Ragnar. And I met a lot of really cool people and got, you know, more involved in the running community. And, you know, we did really well that first Ragnar and we liked it and we uh, 
we signed up for another two Ragnars after that. And, um, you know, we just, you know, I just started kind of training more um, on a more regular basis and was signing up for, you know, bigger and, you know, longer, harder runs and, and different things. So that's kind of, that's kind of what started everything, at least in the last, like maybe 10 years or so. <laughs> wow, that's pretty amazing. You know, it's hard for me to convince some of my runners that are doing like 400, 800 to even do a mile or two mile. So how did you kind of shift your mind moving from high school to, you know, jumping into 5Ks and half marathons and, and that? Because it can be a different mindset for that shorter distance. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, when I ran track in high school, I didn't, you know, I wasn't on the cross country team because, you know, I thought, well, I can, I can run a 400, you know, I can do like a 100 meter relay or something, but like running like, you know, more than three miles. I mean, that's like insane. (laughs) You know, that's hard. And I, you know, I really didn't have like the confidence, like to believe that I could like run something much longer. And, you know, I don't know really where, um, the mindset sort of changed, but, um, I guess I've just been one of these people that's, you know, kind of up for new challenges and wants, you know, I want to push myself and I, I set goals and I just kind of go after them. And, you know, you know, again, I had like the encouragement of people that I knew in the running community and my friends and stuff. And so it was just sort of like, you know, it probably started out like, you know, Hey, let's all sign up for this half marathon. This will be great. And we'll all train for it. And, um, you know, in 2016, I, I ran my first and only road marathon sort of that, you know, that way is that, you know, we had a group of, of people that were willing to, to, to all sign up for the same marathon and all train together. So that kind of, you know, that camaraderie sort of helped, you know, me to believe that, yes, I could run, you know, 26.2 miles. And then that kind of carried on, I guess, into ultras and to like, um, you know, multi-sport stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) no, I, I think that's, that's, that's great. You know, I think there's a lot of people that get, especially like in high school, they get caught in that, like, oh, this is hard. And then, you know, like you said, as you, you know, like later on in meeting with groups and everybody's signing up together and it's like, it's a, it's now a group thing. So it doesn't seem as hard because everybody else is doing it. And well, if that person can do it, I know I can do it. It makes it a little less intimidating. Right. Well, and as you know, running is, is a lot of mental mental too, as well as the physical. And so, you know, if you can kind of set your mind to it, that you can accomplish it, accomplish it, then, you know, you can do it. I mean, your body will carry you, but, you know, if you have the mental strength to, to say, yes, I'm going to set this goal, I'm going to run this distance, then you can, I think you can do it, you know? Absolutely. So uh, I want to go back to that Ragnar you you did that first one. Uh, Was that the Angel Fire one? Yeah, yeah. So they, I guess they had um, that first Ragnar. They, I think they did two Ragnars in Angel Fire because I, at, at least two, because I know that we did, we did, uh, we did two Ragnars in Angel Fire, and then the third one we did was at McDowell Mountain in uh, Arizona. Well, that's good. I'd um, I had a runner who, it was right around that same time, like. 2016 maybe 17 and uh, 
he had told us because he was doing it with his family and I was just I had never heard of it before and right. it, it it the it just sounds so cool like <laughs> I can see how that's a great intro in into that trail running because you're not doing it all at once you know because of the teammates because you're you know you're not all going at the same time so what was that like for you like did you know anything leading into it before you kind of um, jumped in? I mean, I know you said you, one of the girls that invited you kind of explained a little bit, but how much did you not know, I guess, once you got started? <laughs> we did. I mean, we knew, you know, based on, I guess, the information that Ragnar gave us sort of that, you know, you would have a team of however many people and you would be running um, three loops, three trail loops in this case um, at the Angel Fire Angel, Angel Fire Fire Resort. So the ski area, basically. And, you know, we had a map of sort of what the loops were going to look like and they ranged in um, distance and elevation. So we, you know, there was a, they called it the green loop, the yellow loop and the red loop. And the red loop was supposed to be the toughest because it was the longest and the most elevation. And the green loop was supposed to be the easiest, um, the shortest and the, you know, the most flat, I guess. So we kind of knew that being at Angel Fire and at a ski resort, and we knew what the elevation was and we knew that it was going to be, you know, it would probably be pretty tough, you know, because of that. And we knew that we would be running um, you know, until we got it done. So that meant like running over 24 hours. So we knew we'd be running at night. Um, so that was pretty much, I mean, all the information that we were armed with. And so, um, you know, what was cool about training for that Ragnar that first summer was that, um, you know, we, like I said, we got a training plan together and, you know, we stayed pretty organized about, you know, we tried to do group, group runs all together, but a lot of us like you know, trained on our own, but it was that Ragnar that kind of really introduced me to trail running. Um, and I got to know a lot about the trails in, um, the, the Sandias especially, and just what a great opportunity we all have to run on the trails in the Sandias. Cause there's just a lot out there. And, you know, I live in the East mountains and even, even living out here, I just, you know, I didn't, you know, understand or recognize how many great trails there are out here. And so that's kind of what we did. I mean, really just kind of jumped into the Ragnar. We kind of knew those things and we just started exploring the trails and doing, you know, finding trails that we thought would be challenging for us, um, you know, like Pinot Trail and La Luce and, um, you know, some of the trails on the on the backside of the mountain. And then we did a couple night runs, you know, <laughs> to get us ready for being out, you know, at night. And so we, you know, we got headlamps and, you know, came, we had one run, one run where we came out to my house and my house is pretty close to the Cedro uh, trail system. So we went out there and scared ourselves running in the dark, you know, <laughs> with headlamps and stuff. So, but it was fun, you know, I mean, it was, it was great times, but. And it was fun. Like Ragnar's just, I mean, it's, I, you know, it, it's probably, I mean, it's just a big event. And so there's a lot of camping and a lot of like with all the teams there, there's a lot of people and a lot going on and it's real busy and loud and, 
you know, it's, um, and, and things are going on all night long. I mean, there's people running all through the night. So there's, you know, if you want to get any sleep at a Ragnar, good luck. Um, cause it won't happen. <laughs> that really does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I was gonna, you know, for a lot of trail runners and stuff, like, getting used to like you were saying you went for some night runs and and getting used to being on your feet when when you're tired so as a lawyer i kind of expect you to be tired <laughs> fairly often do you do you try to get your runs in in the morning in the afternoon just kind of how it works out or you know yeah i think it i think it just kind of depends on the day and what is going on um and I think it's changed over time, you know, I mean, it's just nowadays, you know, I, I tend to try and work out and do my runs in the morning. Um, I mean, maybe that's also because it's, you know, summer and it's hot outside, but I've just noticed that, you know, I've, 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 I've kind of switched to being more of a morning person. Um, but really, you know, it's just, it's just whenever I can, I can do it whenever I can get it in whatever's going on. I mean, obviously if I'm in trial or something, you know, something like that or have something, you know, big coming up. Um, sometimes I'm not able to run when I want to or how long I want to or, or whatever. And I just have to kind of be flexible about it. That makes sense. Uh, I had a friend who, she's a lawyer and uh, she graduated from UNM and I remember how stressed out she was during law school. Like that was such a difficult time, like feeling like she needed to stay up and be in the top, you know, certain percent of her class and all of these things to, to kind of stand out. You know, you talked about having that running as kind of your release. Um, you know, but how did that work out again, kind of managing that time when, you know, during this stressful, you know, that stressful point in your, uh, career? Um, you mean like in law school yeah. or yeah, yeah, I, um, law school, it was hard. I mean, you're under so much pressure to, you know, pass your classes and, and learn and, and, you know, it was, it was real, it was real tough. I mean, I sometimes would just be able to, um, go out in my neighborhood and run a couple miles, you know, just to kind of like be able to go to bed, you know, to turn, turn my mind off sometimes because, you know, or if I had, you know, a presentation or a brief due or something like that, it was just sort of like, okay, I need to stop what I'm doing because I'm overthinking this or whatever and go for a quick run and just, you know, just even like doing it for half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever I could like sneak in um, was more benefit. I mean, there's more benefit to that than you can imagine. You know, it was just, you know, having to kind of quiet the brain down a little bit and just making time for that, which I think probably translates into how I'm able to kind of management now, you know, I mean, it's just it's it's sort of been part of the routine for so long that, I think that, I mean, it's not easy, but I think it, I think it's kind of how I've been managing it <laughs> even now. That makes, that makes sense. I mean, you getting used to it <laughs> at that point. Right. So, you know, you've kind of just lived on that. I'm going to make this work how I can, when I can. 
it's not like you've had to change anything in the last, you know, 10 plus years on that. Yeah, I mean, it's changed in the sense that, you know, instead of being in law school, you know, I'm now practicing and 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 have, you know, responsibility for, you know, being a, a practicing attorney and, and balancing that with um, being, you know, having having a spouse and also having a, you know, a child who, you know, you know, who's in fourth grade now. And so it's just I, I think it's just it's more balls in the air, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of the, the, the situation is kind of the same in terms of like, you know, make, you know, having running be a part of my life as a stress reliever. It's just like I've added on extra things to like balance. I get you. <laughs> I know what that feels like. <laughs> oh, is it actually just that, you know, balls in the air juggling? It, it's it just, it's a perfect metaphor sometimes just, it can sound cliche, but really, I mean, right. <laughs> it really kind of is what it is. I mean, and I'm not, I mean, I know that other people certainly are juggling, you know, each, each, everybody has their own things that they're juggling, you know, I mean, I'm not like the expert on any of this by far, but you know, it's just recognizing, I mean, you could have a whole nother podcast on work-life balance, you know, and like you would have like 900 different answers if you ask 900 different people how they manage it. But <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's tough. It's a struggle, but you know you get it done. Yeah, well, that's I, one of the things I, I kind of love about running too is that there's so many people out there doing you know whether it's five k's, ten k's, road stuff to ultras, trails up to hundred k's, and you know not everybody's doing it the same. You know, there's so many different ways to still be to reach your goals, whether it's, you know, speed or endurance, like however, wherever, which way you're going, there's so many different ways to find what works best for you, for you and your body, which is amazing to me. Exactly. And, yeah. And so, you know, kind of on that note, what, what have you found that works for you, you know, as you start training for, you know, some of these, these longer um, trail races that you've done? Um, well, I mean, the way that the way that I traditionally have trained is, you know, I like I like doing group runs. I like running with other people, whether it be like one or two other people or like a group. Um, I do run by myself um, just because of my schedule. Sometimes that's necessary. You just have to do what you have to do. Um you know, I like I like running with people because I like being accountable. I like accountability. And, you know, if if you can make it work um, to meet up with somebody to go for a run, then you're kind of, you know, held to meeting that person, you know, and so it forces you to get out the door, even if you don't really feel like it. Um, I have I have kind of like a weird motto, which is uh, train to race and race to train. <laughs> And, you know, a lot of times if like if I'm, if I'm training for a race, you know, I sign up for other races in front of that just to kind of get, you know, to have co constantly have like a goal like in front of you. So like, you know, my A race might be in September, but I'm going to race like, you know, like two or three other races ahead of that just to like not like to go out there and just kill it. And I mean, do the best I can. And, you know, I'm not winning anything, but just to go out there and 
and run and get the experience and and get you know the sense of like racing um and so yeah i've had a lot of people tell me like you race a lot and i was like yeah i do but i you know i trained to race and race to train so it's <laughs> so that's that's kind of one way and i also have like a schedule i've had trainers in the past who have written running plans and stuff for me so um you know i kind of do like a lot of different things and again like accountability is is big for me just to kind of because my schedule is so busy um, you know, so doing things that hold me accountable, whether it's a race or a friend or, you know, a coach that's giving me a plan or whatever, you know, then that kind of keeps me in line and keeps me focused on, on what I need to do. I, I, <laughs> I like that train to race, race to train. Right. I, I think, you know, there's a lot of people who, who go longer between between races, but like you said, I mean, if it keeps you motivated and I mean, there's plenty of people out there who race as, you know, in, in part of their training and it's not, I'm going out there to win. It's just, it's part of my conditioning too. Right. That's kind of how I view it. It's just, you know, part of the, part of the process. Right. And that's, uh, that's funny. I've never heard it put that way, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I want to go back to the group runs for a second. So, you know, part of that I mentioned, you're part of the, the Soul Sisters. Uh, how did you become a part of them? Um, so again, um, friends that I had in the running community um, who were already Soul Sisters or knew other Soul Sisters, you know, were you know, talking to me about it and trying to, you know, figure out if that would be something that I would be interested in. And then um, ultimately, you know, I was put into contact with Gwen Walker, who's the founder of the group and, um, you know, just kind of went from there. I was part of, um, I think I was, I think I, I've been in Soul Scissors now, I think five years, I think. And, um, originally I forget when the group started, but originally I think it was like two teams and then it became three teams and now there's four separate teams within the soul sisters. And so I was part of the, um, the, the fourth team that Gwen put together. So, you know, there was a whole brand new kind of group of women who came in to, to form that, but it's a great group. And, you know, through, through them, you know, I've met like a ton, ton of people, um, you know, and, and, and every single one of those women in that group are just awesome and they're just killing it and they're all doing their, you know, their own thing. A lot of them are, and they, you know, there's triathletes, there's road racers, there's marathoners, there's moms, there's, you know, just, I mean, every, every, everyone there is, is represented and it's just, it's just a great group of women. And, you know, we ran the, a lot of us were at the, the Loveless Rio Grande, um, half marathon and 5k yesterday and, now that was our first sort of um, big group um, event because of COVID. We just haven't, you know, been able to really get together as a big group like that. So it was like really fantastic to see everyone. So it was really, it was really great. And just kind of, you know, everybody I think came away from that run, you know, who was there just feeling sort of like that sense of renewed camaraderie and just um, being together again. It was wonderful. I I really enjoyed being there and, and seeing everybody it was uh, it was really cool. There was a lot of people who I haven't seen in a in a long time, and you know, for me, you know, getting to see some of the former guests that I've had on as well, and 
some family that like it was just it was really cool to see everybody together and to see the running community and how happy everybody was to be there <laughs> yeah yeah it was great it, it was it, yeah it was just uh it was it was just a, a perfect I want to say welcome back. You know, I know there's there's been a couple of other races beforehand, but it it this was my first one, so I felt like a welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like we've persevered, you know, like we stuck with it long enough and here we are again and it was just it was just it was great to be and to see everybody just out enjoying themselves for sure. Absolutely. And I did see, I saw, I saw several Soul Sister uh, shirts and stuff out there and, um, you know, as well as obviously the Dukes and some others. It was, it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a great event. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, I didn't I realize that the Soul Sisters, I thought, I thought they were mostly um, road racing. So you, when you were telling me there's triathletes and, and trail runners and ultra, like, I actually, I didn't realize that. I thought it was mostly just um, uh, road racers because of the the point system for between the teams and stuff. Right, right. No, we've got um, we've got women who who do it all. I mean, we've got um, we've got um, you know ultra runners. We've got trail runners. We've got iron iron men or iron women i should say um you know we've got people who are just yeah road road racers all, all of the above are in that group so it's great that's that's awesome it's a very that's diverse cool. group yeah and well and, and a, a ton of knowledge for whatever you're you know aiming for right right exactly there's something for everybody that's great and it's great too, because I mean, we just, you know, we share experiences and, you know, um, you know, and just from anything, I mean, you know, running related, you know, it's just, it's just great to have like a great, you know, support system of women, um, who are all very strong, um, women and, you know, have a lot to offer to everyone. I, I agree with you there. I, that's, I, I love and I've said this before, I, I love that there's so many different running groups here in town in Albuquerque and, you know, even even across the state, there's there's several. But I just love that you can really pick out and find what is going to work for you. I think that's so important, even if you're bouncing between groups, because, you know, right. it's, it's I don't know, the running community is just great. And obviously I'm doing this podcast for that, you know, part of that reason. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Albuquerque and it has a very um, well-rounded group of, of running, you know, of running groups and people who are active. And that's what's one of the things that I think is so cool about Albuquerque and then the state is that you're always going to find, you know, a group of folks who are, you know, out doing something that you can, you know, and everybody's so friendly. And, you know, I, I used to, um, run with that was one thing I forgot when I was when I was talking about how I got into running I was also I, you know I, I, I ran with Albuquerque Fit for a while too um so you know that was kind of that was another group that I was involved in back you know early on and and there's just a and I understand that they're still you know running and then there's you know the Albuquerque Roadrunners and then there's Trail Dog Try and there's the Dukes obviously and I'm sure there's a bunch more 
um, running medicine and in those types of things. So it's great. It's, it's great that we have such a great community. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so wonderful. So jumping back onto your training, you said you're training for a half try in October. And yes. <laughs> but you also said that when you, you, you are training for a race, you got these other races. So is that the A race and you've got some other races leading up to it? Or is that in the process of something else too? <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I've got like a couple of different things going on right now. So um, I'm probably a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have... I have a couple of big trail races coming up in addition to this half Ironman that I'm training for. So it's kind of a struggle because it's, it's training for two completely different things. You know, one is a little bit foreign, the others are more familiar, but it's just, you know, it's just different. So it's a lot like, I mean, you're catching me right now where I am like starting to ramp up with everything because these races are all in September and October. And so, you know, I might be like thinking this was a bad idea um, later, but uh, yeah, I've got two, I've got two big trail races coming up in September. And then this, this half Ironman's in October. Oh, wow. What are, what are the trail races? So I'm running uh, the Imogene uh, trail run in, which is the, the race that goes um, from Ure over the pass to Telluride and then I've, which is on September 11th. And then I've got the Mount Taylor 50 K, <laughs> which is September 24th, I think. Um, so those are the two big ones that I had. And I ran, you know, I ran both of those races in 2019 back to back. And, you know, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I was like, I could do it again. Right. I mean, I don't know, but, uh, we'll see. Um, it'll be fun. I, um, and yeah. Seven, 17 miles at the emo gene is probably going to be a, you know, nice little tune up for a 50 K or yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I viewed it in 2019 and it worked out. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about this year, but, um, you know, it was, again, it was, you know, Imogene was kind of a training race for a Mount Taylor 50 K. So that's kind of how I'm viewing it again this year. Both of those races are just, I mean, they're just fantastic races. And, you know, I really wanted to have them on my calendar, even though maybe that's in hindsight, it's a lot to do, but, um, you know, I'm going to try. <laughs> like I said, I'm not winning either of one of these races. So, you know, I'm just going to go out there and enjoy it and, and do my thing. And, and uh, it'll be great. So, yeah. And in the meantime, do a little cross training with some swimming and biking to get ready for the try. <laughs> yes. You know, if there's one thing you must know about me, Seb, is that I like to do all the things, right? Like, <laughs> give me all the things to do. Give me another ball in the air to juggle. And, you know, that's <laughs> We'll take it from there. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. And, uh, you know, I've been finding it, you know, kind of hard um, to balance and train all this stuff because it is different. I mean, you're swimming and biking and the running component of the triathlon is, seems to be sort of less important. Um, and, of course, running a trail race at elevation uh, for that kind of distance is like way different, too. So it's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> So I'm trying to get on the mountain as much as I can. And then in the meantime, like you said, swim and bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Nice and easy. <laughs> nice and easy. No big deal. <laughs> wow. That is, uh, that is quite impressive. Just, just even training for all of that is, um, is quite impressive. I don't know if I could even look at that and be like, oh yeah, I can sign up for this. I could, you know, I would already be like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might have the same, <laughs> I might have the same perspective in a, in a month or two, but. <laughs> so, you know, for, you know, 50 K obviously. So that's a bit longer distance. You know, you're on your feet for, for quite a while. You've got to, I mean, even, even, you know, 17 at the, uh, I'm a gene is going to be tough, but what works for you as far as fueling or what has worked for you? As far as what? Fueling. Oh, fueling. Yeah. Uh, personally, I like real food. Um, you know, when I'm doing a trail race, you know, I like, you know, to eat, uh, you know, real food that kind of boils down to, um, you know, watermelon or potatoes or tortillas and avocado and, and, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and sometimes I carry, I mean, depending on the race, sometimes I'll carry my own stuff. Um, and sometimes, you know, if, if I know the aid stations got, you know, similar things and I kind of graze there. Um, but I, you know, I usually have something on me just in case, cause I get, you know, you never know how long it's going to take you to, you know, complete a section of the race or the trail or, and, you know, you might get hungry. I try to fuel, like I have something like every hour, you know, if I can. Um, and then I usually carry, I usually, I carry water, um, but I usually have like an electrolyte in it too, like a, either like a noon or something like that, just to kind of keep, um, you know, the electrolytes and the hydration going. Cause of course, you know, at, at elevation and, and going that long, you're going to sweat and you're going to lose all of that. And, uh, I get migraine headaches. And so I'm, you know, I have to be like really, you know, careful about that because, you know, you know, being dehydrated and being at altitude and working hard, sometimes that'll trigger a migraine and stuff. So it's, you know, it's just kind of a balance of keeping, keeping hydrated and keeping, um, you know, eating before you feel hungry and drinking before you feel thirsty really is kind of my motto. And that's hard to do because you're, you know, sometimes you don't want to, you don't want to eat. Um, nothing sounds good, you know, that kind of thing. You have to kind of force yourself because you do really need the calories to, to keep going. Right. Well, that's, you know, you, we keep on coming back to that balance word, right? <laughs> right. That's the word of this podcast is balance. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, on that balance, you know, you, you talked about your daughter. Uh, we talked beforehand. She ran at the, at the Loveless Half. She ran the 5K as well. You talked about her going into fourth grade. Did she just kind of fall into running naturally watching you participate in this stuff? Or or did you kind of, hey, maybe you should try things. Like, how did that go with her? Um, well, if you asked, if you asked my daughter, Ava, how she got into running, she would tell you that I was in a car seat attached to the stroller running around with my mom, you know, I mean, from the get go. So she kind of was, <laughs> she was kind of like always a part of the mix because I had to take her with me if I wanted to get any kind of running done. Um, she is, 
she is like a natural athlete and you know really anybody that knows me or knows her you know would would tell you the same thing i mean she's just she's kind of like a little um you know she's just a she's she just kind of has this like unique kind of drive about her and but yeah i mean she has i mean she has parents that are both you know ultra runners and triathletes and so you know she kind of you know in some ways you know sees it and is kind of like along for the ride with us really you know and I mean, it's like it's a, again it's a delicate balance that you know balance being the operative word here it's like you know does she really like it you know versus does she want to do it you know we don't ever want to force her to do anything but she seems to really enjoy it and you know i was telling you that you know, when she was five, she was running five K's and she hiked up, you know, to the summit of Mount Taylor. And, you know, I mean, so yeah, she came around along for the ride, but it's almost like it's kind of natural for her too, in a way. Um, and she's killing it. I mean, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's running with the Dukes, uh, you know, track club, the youth group that they formed this year. And, you know, it's just been really great experience for her and she's really enjoyed, um, you know, her, her running with her friends and, and making friends and, um, you know, the coaches, she loves her coaches. And for her, I think it's been, um, you know, a great experience because again, sort of the, it's helped her with sort of the mental aspect of running. I mean, I mean, she's like eight, right. And, you know, and yes, she can run, but like having to like, you know, get through a 5k as an eight-year-old or, you know, hiking to up a mountain sort of takes, you know, some, some desire to want to do that. And, you know, that's just really something that's really unique about her is that she's, she's able to do it. So, and, and, and she enjoys doing it. So. That's, that's great. And I've heard, I mean, I've heard some great things about the, the Dukes track um, youth club and, you know, the things that they post on their social media with that. I mean, the kids look like they're having a blast with it. And I've seen, you know, I've, uh, know a couple of the coaches and, and I think I've had one, one of them on. It's, it's pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing group. And there's some fantastic groups out there. Uh, but I, I'm just, it's cool to see the kids participate in something like this and, be able to have fun and still kind of learning a little bit of the competitive side. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, competitive, but it's fun, you know, it's healthy competition. Um, you know, and that's, what's, you know, that's good to learn. It's a good thing to learn and it's a good thing to experience. And, you know, I, like, I think it's made her already even just a better runner, you know, even, you know, when her run yesterday, you know, she was out there having fun, but she also like wanted to do well, you know? Um, so it's, uh, it's been neat to kind of see her already start to grow as a, as a runner. And I hope she continues it. Yeah, I think it's great. And I love, I, I think even up through high school, like it's so important to, incorporate that that fun into running too because you just you don't want to drive kids away because then you get (laughs) you get kids you get them coming back to it later in life and like oh i could have been doing this forever right right um so I'm, i'm glad that she's uh she's excited about it and that's that's cool that she has 
you know, the support of you guys and, and seeing it, you know, being able to see how you're balancing everything, I think is yeah. so important for kids. Yeah. I mean, I think what's important for me as a mom is that I want to be able to demonstrate to my daughter that I can do hard things, you know, and that she can, you know, that means that she can do hard things, you know, and that, you know, she shouldn't have any obstacles to, you know, whatever it is that she wants to do. So I think that translates in, you know, from running and also just, you know, being a, a professional, you know, woman or, or, you know, and, 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 you know, in all, in all things, but that, that's really important to me that she sees that, you know, that I'm a good role model and that I do hard stuff and that she can, she can do that too. Right. Right. I, I, I completely agree. You know, it's being a lawyer isn't easy being a runner and training and whatever level isn't easy. You have to make the time for those things and you have to put in the work on both sides, the fun and, and the work and, and obviously work can be fun, but you know, you have to put in the work on both of these things. They're not just going to come necessarily easily. So it's, it's great for, I think it's great for kids to learn that. And, and again, to have a great role model with that. Yes, absolutely. You know, <laughs> going. Going back to this, you know, that, that balance, like you said, you're, you, you're taking her and, uh, you know, obviously you talked about your husband too. So I'm sure there's some, some balancing there, but you're trying to get runs in, in the morning, you're trying to get swimming in, you're trying to get some biking in, you've got your daughter in school, work, you know, her, her running with the Dukes youth club, like. How do you manage that? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just make it work. But, you know, it's different for everybody. Everybody, you know, I'm sure there's a, a ton of people. I know there's a ton of people that deal with the same things. And, you know, at least I have the support of a spouse and, you know, and and it's just, you know, it's tough. It's uh you know, it's just kind of, I mean, some days it's like, I just can't, you know, I can't do it. I think that is what is important to recognize is that, you know, yes, it's a balance, but you have to be good to yourself too. And, you know, if, you know, you can't, like I said, I want to do all the things. I'm one of these like type A people that wants to, you know, has goals and sets them and wants to do them. And yes, I want to do all the things all the time, but you also have to kind of be able to step back and say, okay, I need for my own sanity, mental health, whatever, to be able to get, you know, X done, I need to not do Y today or whatever it happens to be because, um, you know, and that's important because I think, you know, for myself, I'm, I might kind of overload myself or I have a tendency to, to, you know, overload myself trying to like, you know, keep all these commitments or, you know, or whatever. And so I think it's just good to be able to, to recognize that, you know, um, you know, no, I'm going to, I'm going to rest today or I'm going to, you know, go do something with my daughter versus trying to, to do something or, um, get up early and, you know, write this brief or do whatever I need to prepare for whatever. And just, you know, try to do the best you can with the time that you have. I, I think that's, that's great. And it sounds, you know, a lot of parents, you know, it often gets talked you know, more with, with mothers 
because you know, dads just go off and work, but <laughs> whatever, you know, but that, that parent guilt, that mom guilt of like, I'm missing out on this because of this, even though really, I mean, it benefits you to do that. You know, whether it's the running or, you know, whatever you need to get done for work or, or anything with that. And it sounds like you've got a good balance of realizing when you need to kind of take those breaks to make sure that you're, you're feeling complete as a, as a complete person with everything that you want to do. Right. And so that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's, <laughs> I think that's a hard lesson for, yeah, I yeah, again, like I said, you could have a whole podcast on work life balance. And, you know, the mom guilt is real, you know, I mean, that's a real thing. And, um, you know, it happened. It, it's, it's just something that's just, it's a struggle. It's something that a lot of moms struggle with. I certainly struggle with it. Um, you know, and I think it's just, you know, you have to have a lot of, um, you know, I don't know. You just have to have a lot of confidence in yourself and what you're doing and, you know, just know that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you're going to, you're obviously going to take care of your child and, you, you know, and to, to the, maybe to the exception of everything else, but, you know, you can, you can do it all. You can get, you can do a lot. And it's just, you know, how much you take on is really, you know, you got to know what your limit is on that, I guess. And, uh, you know, and then just recognize when it's too much and just kind of back off for it for a little bit if you need to. Right, right. And that's, I mean, like I said, it can be a hard lesson, but it's, I think it's an, it's important. And, and another, you know, like I've talked about before, just another modeling thing that you're doing for your daughter is as well, you know, and I think as, as parents, we often um, do that and it can get overlooked. But I think, like you said, it's, it's, it's a learning experience. It's what's and what works for one person is not going to work for another. And what keeps you sane is, that, you know, what you can drop is, is going to be different from person to person, you know, on a given day, you know? Right. Right. And it's important to like, you know, recognize to have time for yourself too. I mean, that could be running, I guess, you know, or it could be, you know, whatever, reading a book or, going to a movie or any of these things. And so, I mean, I think that's important to recognize and to incorporate too, is just to, you know, make sure, you know, if you are going to do all the things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make sure you're also taking time for you, like get massages and, or listen to music or just, you know, do something for you. Make sure that that's incorporated into all of this too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so you know, going back to, to your training and, and all of that, you know, you've got three things kind of coming up, you know, one very different. And you've talked a little bit about that, you know, but are you mostly focused? You kind of focus like, OK, yes, this is the long term thing. This is what I need to fit in. But this is the first one. So do you kind of just focus a little bit more short term on that with a little bit of bigger picture? Or are you looking more <laughs> towards the try with? Okay, how do I fit in this this other trail running stuff leading into that? <laughs> All good questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure that I've like really figured it out. I mean, I have. So I've run Imogene and I've run Mount Taylor before, and you know I'm comfortable um, as a trail runner, and you know so you know I 
I having done those before, having done other ultras before, um, I kind of, um, I feel more comfortable. I feel like I know what I need to do, so to speak, um, to get myself ready for, um, those races. Um, and I'll probably, I don't know, I'll probably be ramping up, um, elevation training or I'm trying to already, but, um, you know, uh, or I'll try to incorporate it into sort of the try, um, the try training. I have a coach for the triathlon, um, who writes, you know, a plan for me and, you know, she's awesome and great. And, um, you know, so I think that was one of the things that I just recognized that, you know, I needed to have more of a schedule for that, for the triathlon, because, you know, I've done, I've done multi-sport um, events in the past. I mean, I did the, I did the Mount Taylor quad as a soloist and also, um, you know, as a relay and I've done some other sprint tries in the past. So, you know, it's not like super foreign because I have done some multi-sport races, um, just a little different, obviously, cause this is like open water swimming versus cross country skiing, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, so I, but I just knew that like training for something like, you know, like a, like a true, like, you know, Ironman or half, in this case, a half Ironman, um, triathlon was gonna, was gonna take some more planning and, and somebody really kind of, you know, helping me figure out what to do. So I rely upon my, my, my triathlon coach for the, for the training plan. And, you know, that helps me because it gives me something less to worry about. It's just like, okay, I get my plan every week and it's like, okay, this is what she wants me to do. And then I kind of, you know, compare that to what I have going on at work and, you know, with my family life and just figure out, you know, how to, how to get it all done. And if I need to move stuff around, then I do. So, um, you know, that's, that part of the training is pretty structured and it's actually in a way kind of better because like, I know here's my plan. This is what I'm going to do, get it done versus the trail running stuff. It's like, I kind of know what I need to do for that. And it's just a matter of like fitting in that into everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I want to talk about the quad, but I want to, I want to, I wanted to ask, like, when looking at for, for a triathlon coach, I mean, did you tell your coach that you're doing these ultra races, these trail races beforehand? Yeah, she knows. And <laughs> what, what was that conversation? Like, hey, I'm going to do this, but, you know, a few weeks um, before I'm going to be doing these. <laughs> Um, you know, she said, you know, you're going to have a pretty intense September, October, but you know, she, you know, she's supportive, obviously she's not, she's not saying, no, that's just absolutely insane. Don't do it. But it's, uh, you know, I mean, she's, she's just like, be prepared. Cause you're going to, you know, it's going to be tough. So like I said, we'll see, um, you know, cause it, it'll, like I said, I mean, we're going into like, you know, here in the like mid August. So we're, it's going to, things are going to start ramping up. So, um, but you know, what's good about triathlon training is that, you know, even though I'm swimming and biking, I mean, all of that is great cross training for running. Right. And, you know, I, you know, I feel like really, I mean, I feel like a lot stronger and I've gotten a little faster and, you know, I think like the bike is great just to, you know, for that turnover and sort of like, you know, engaging your, 
um, you know, your big leg muscles, you know, because I have a tendency to kind of use a lot of my quads when I run. And, you know, this kind of en- engages hamstrings and some other things when you bike. So, you know, it's been so far a pretty positive experience. And I think it's sort of translated over well to running so far. So, I mean, it's all just, I mean, it's all, you know, fitness is good. Just overall fitness, you know, you can't go wrong. So, it, it, so although it is like extremely, you know, different <laughs> and it is, I mean, it's totally different, totally different things, but I mean, I'm, I'm gaining fitness and I think that's what's important. That That's, that's true. And, you know, I joked about cross training before, but it really is. I mean, it all goes together in their own ways. Right. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about the the Mount Taylor quad. You said you did that as a solo. What was that like? It was really fun. Um, it was intense. Prior to doing the the quad as a soloist, I'd, I'd done the quad on a relay teams um, a couple years in a row. And, you know, I always looked at the soloist and was like, you know, God, those people are, you know, superhuman or something. And then, you know, and then it was like, well, I want to do that too. I bet I could do it. <laughs> and the way it, the way it came up was, um, you know, I just one, well, and I have to say too about like Mount Taylor, you know, the Mount Taylor 50 K and the Mount Taylor quad, in my opinion, are like two of the best races in New Mexico. I mean, Mount Taylor is just like a magical place anyway. I mean, it's just, just a gorgeous mountain. It's, you know, it's so beautiful. It's just wonderful. And the, and those two races are just amazing. The race directors are fantastic and they run good races and the volunteers are just, you know, amazing. And so, you know, yes, I want to run these races because, you know, they're just fantastic. So, you know, the quad, you know, I... So I'm kind of like my, you know, I'm a, I'm a cross country skier, you know, I'm a downhill skier. I, you know, snowshoe, you know, I'm a winter sports person. And so, you know, the quad, you know, has always been a no brainer for me in terms of just wanting to do that race. And so, you know, when I decided I wanted to do, or I thought about doing it as a soloist and I was missing like one big component, which was the bike. I didn't, I didn't have a bike. So, you know, I had a friend, um, you know, who's a triathlete and she was just amazing. And she's like, if you want to do it, I'll let you borrow one of my bikes. And I said, awesome. (laughs) So I did. And she gave me like the full setup, a bike, a helmet and the, and the shoes. And she even biked, you know, biked with me a couple times and, you know, I got some confidence on it because I really wasn't a cyclist before the quad and the quad is like the bike component of it is it's a 13 mile you know bike ride from grants like basically up the mountain to the point where you get you you know the pavement ends and you get to the dirt the dirt road and it's on mountain roads and it's like you know 1300 feet of elevation gain i mean and then you 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 then run five miles on you know the dirt road with another like crazy amount of elevation and then you cross country ski another two miles and then you uh, do basically a snowshoe kind of up and summit and then you come back down and then you do it all again in reverse. 
Um, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a crazy, uh, event, but it's so much fun. And, you know, it ended up being like just, you know, a great day on the mountain. I mean, it was no complaints and, you know, it was definitely something that I was like, you know, scared by quite, (laughs) quite frankly, (laughs) like going into it, you know, it was like, you know, and I went out there and I trained and, you know, I trained on the course and I went with people that, you know, had done it before and knew what they were doing. And, you know, I got more comfortable just being out there and, you know, realizing like, hey, I can do this. And so I just went out there and did it. <laughs> and it was great and it was fun. And I did, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. So it's a great race. I think everybody should get out there and do one of those two Mount Taylor races for sure. That's your, your fearlessness of just taking things on is amazing to me. Is it fearless or is it stupidity? I don't know, but (laughs) (laughs) no, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just like, I, you know, I just, I wanted, I want to go out there and just, you know, set goals and just go out there and, and, uh, just see what I can do and just strive to be better. I love it. I love it. And I, I think that's, that's a great message. I think that's a great message to kind of wrap up on. I think that's, yeah, just so amazing. So I'm going to ask you the last question I ask everybody. And that is, you know, what are you listening to to kind of get yourself going, get yourself pumped, get yourself motivated for that run or to get you through your day? <laughs> um, well, you know, I don't listen to like a ton of music when I'm, when I'm on the trails. And again, that's just because I'm out, you know, in nature on the trails. Sometimes I'm running with people, um, you know, talking to them and having a conversation. But, um, when I do run with music, I mean, it's really, it really depends. I mean, I, I have stuff on my playlist that's like, that ranges from like, you know, kid music, like, you know, Disney music all the way to tool, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's just like a wide range of everything, you know, I've got, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, and sometimes I'll make playlists and stuff depending on what I'm doing, but yeah, I've got, I've got, you know, my, my daughter listens to, to hits one like nonstop on, on XM or Sirius radio, whatever, whatever the, whatever that is. And so like, I know like all the, you know, top 40 <laughs> stuff right now, but I personally like pretty much everything, you know, sometimes I'll like, I'll do like an eighties playlist and I'll be listening to like a lot of Prince, you know, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes I do a little Fleetwood Mac and sometimes I'm listening to Doja Cat and, you know, Tool and all that kind of stuff. So I don't have an answer. I don't have a direct answer for you on that one, but that gives you an idea. That does. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. I love it. I'm the same. Balance. Balance is good. There you go. Balance again. (laughs) Balance and variety. (laughs) I'm I'm the same way. I I really, my music will go any, any which way. It just depends on, on what I'm feeling that day. Or sometimes it's just like, I want to listen to this album. Like I, I want to check it out and it's, it could be the calmest thing and I'm out there doing intervals, but I'm like, I want to hear this. This is just what I want to hear right now. (laughs) Yep. So I, I feel you. Oh, that's that's awesome. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. It was great to meet you. Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I wish I would have gotten to see you yesterday at, at Loveless, but I have a feeling I'll see you at some other race that you'll 
jump in to tune up for something else. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, we'll we'll meet along the along the road somewhere. Uh, I, this was a lot of fun, and I, I think you're doing awesome, and you're figuring things out and balancing, and it's just great. And you know, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? No, I don't think so. I just, you know, I appreciate you and it was nice to meet you and I'm glad that you're doing this podcast and I think it's it's just great for the running community and, and you know, getting to know, you know, who's out there, who's who's out there doing stuff and, um, you know, and it's just, I think it's been great. So I've been following along for a while now. So I'm thank you very much for having me. I'd once again like to thank my guests for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at RunningNewMexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.